We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Next Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Thursday night, Knicks. It's been a minute since we heard the music, and I thought we almost weren't going to play it tonight, but we're going to play it because the Knicks and the Magic clash once again at MSG. And after the Knicks took a one-point lead to go into the half, they would end up blowing it open in the third quarter, taking a 16-point lead. Led by Julius Randle, who's in his Magic Johnson bag. Another triple-double tonight. Put some respect on his name. And the Frank Hive has to stand up tonight because the French Prince came alive in that third quarter. So when we thought it was all over at that 16-point lead, guess again because the Magic came clawing back on a 19-2 run. And after that, it was a dogfight, man. Taking it into the fourth, Julius would end up rallying the troops with a couple of clutch buckets. Couple clutch buckets by Bullock as well. Alec Burks with a clutch and one, but the magic would not go quietly, man. But in the end, Reggie Bullock gets a clutch stop on the defensive end, and the Knicks escape with a 94 to 93 victory and a much needed win, man. Much needed win. Salute to the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP Ashley Moss, CK2K. This is Nick's Post Game Live, number one show for the fans by the fans, presented by Manscaped. CK, man, we escaped by the skin of our teeth. Crazy game, man, but hey, I'll take it, man. What will be some of your takeaways tonight, bro? Uh, they tried to give us a third heart attack in a rose, but my Cardi- cardiac was, Nick's back again. Once again, yeah, and then Reggie Bullock for you know for all those that keep going after him, he righted his mistake tonight yeah. after turning over the ball. Well, not turning over the ball, getting the jump ball and then losing the Tied jump ball up. again. That huge turnover at the end of the game. But yeah, a lot of unlikely heroes tonight that I'm excited to talk about because um, you know of course Julius Randle dropped another triple dub tonight. Love seeing that. Arguably mm-hmm. with a quiet 17, but we had some unlikely heroes like Alec Burks, Reggie Bullock, the man, the myth, the legend, Frank. 
Neil Aquina yeah, with the fact. stare of the game. Yeah, so it was, it was a good game. But it was a very scary game because you're 16 and then you blinked and we were down by three. So, yeah, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Man, oh, man, I, I got to start ass with Julius, man, because, you know, with, with no point guards playing tonight, we had no Peyton. We had no Rose once again. He did show up at MSG, but he's still in the COVID protocol. We mm-hmm. did start Frank at the point, but they started Bullock as well. And I thought Julius, knowing the situation, understanding that we didn't have our floor generals out there, um, he put his team first. He put playmaking first ahead of his own buckets, and he trusted his guys early. And and, and I thought that was a huge difference, man. 17 dimes for Julius yeah. Randle tonight. Third triple-double, first time since Michael Ray Richardson, 1981-82. Outstanding by Julius, man. Give me some thoughts on his game tonight. Listen, you got to call Julius Randle not only the all-star, but also the playmaker, the facilitator. He is the floor general, the captain of the New York SS ship for a reason, because he holds down the fort. He does it all. He's a man of many talents. He has many tricks in his hat. And I just want to say I told you so. I'm so glad we didn't trade him like the rest of this chat wanted us to. And here we are. But that's neither here nor there. Listen, this just shows you now, I agree with CK, the game did get a little scary because we did allow um, the Magic to go on a 10-0 run despite them not shooting that well from the three, especially in the third quarter. So that was a little concerning. That was a little scary. I would have preferred this gap to have been a lot bigger when we pulled out this win, but we pulled it out, so I'm going to take a dub when I can get it, especially at home. But you're supposed to win games like this. You're supposed to win games at home, always defend your territory, Always beat a team like the Magic, who are very up and down. They're very back and forth, not as consistent as I think people would like them to be. And when I say people, I think Magic fans would like them to be. Obviously, we're a much better defensive team than they are, and you're supposed to make it hard for them. I think we played a little bit more lax than I would like. But like I said, when it came down to it, we got the job done, and that's really all you can ask for. Yeah, indeed, indeed. And this Magic team it, is, uh, had lost eight straight. So they came in hungry, and these teams match up evenly, man. All the, all our games against this team are, are uh, come down to the wire. Tough games. Two coaches come from the same coaching tree. They know each other. It's like Professor X and Magneto out there. And, you know, we, 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 we take the 16-point lead, and it's like Clyde said, we just don't have that killer instinct. And even with Julius's playmaking prowess out there, we know how our offense can get stuck in the mud. And especially without a true floor general, when it started to tighten up in crunch time, you know, that's when the Magic came back into the game. And Fournier started going off. Mobamba hits a three-pointer. You know, Vucevic starts going off again. So it got tight, man. It got tight. And, and CK, even though we didn't have our guards, you know, Burks and Nilakina came in and played their role, not from, for, not from a facilitating standpoint, but Burks started scoring. He was scoring early, got us a nice uh, and one. Well, he didn't make the foul shot, but got us a nice and one uh, late in the game. And then Frank, you know, the defense was there, solid rotations all night, uh, but, but no points in that first half. And then he would end up scoring 12 of his 13 in the second half, and and I thought that, you know, the guards, those two guards, you know, ended up sealing it for us, man. They play well. Yeah, Franny Elikina flipped the switch in halftime. I don't know if Johnny B or <laughs> Tibbs or whoever, yeah. somebody slapped him upside the head in the locker room because I, I didn't recognize this dude that came out in that number 11 jersey in that second half. My man was out there mean mugging. He just lost his mind, thought that he was just going to 
casually dunk on Vucevic in uh, in the third quarter. There's a lot of moments there. Yeah, Frank Nielikina definitely stepped up and helped us out offensively like we've been asking for. And, yeah, man, um, Alec Burks, I'm going to give love to Reggie, too, like because Reggie was coming off the bench tonight, um, and they all stepped up in that second half. And we were expecting to see a lot more of the, um, the point guard play or, or the guard tandem of Alec Burks and um, Frank Nielikina, but they were definitely more of the scorers for us tonight as Julius Randle, like Ashley said, Captain Julius yeah. did everything <laughs> he needed to do tonight with those 17 assists. I was looking for him to get that Chris Duhon record, CP. I wanted so bad. <laughs> Everybody I wanted was looking forward to Frank Duhon's record, man. Yeah, man. I was like, oh, come on. Six more, get above 22, pass the record, have your name up there. That'd be cool. But it's all good. 17 is crazy. Triple double. 17 is crazy. But yeah, man. Bro. Huge, huge night. Um, yeah. That second half, you saw us put the switch. But it was just crazy for us to have that 16 point lead and lose it. Quickly, I, I, I'm bro. happy about it, but I was upset about that yeah. moment. So, because it feels like, you know, it, it, was a, it was good in the time, but that fourth quarter felt like that never happened. Um, but yeah, we definitely got a lot of help from guys that we needed the help from tonight, especially with, with as shorthanded as we were. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and oh, go ahead, Ash, go ahead. No, definitely. I was going to say the exact same thing. And also, I think in this instance, I am glad that Reggie Bullock was in the yeah, fourth that's quarter. Right. Normally, we don't want him in the fourth. Normally, he needs to be on the bench the Facts. entire fourth quarter. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and call him Reggie Buckets tonight yeah. because yeah. he was there. He was in the game, and he was doing his thing. So in this instance, I am happy that Reggie touched the court in the fourth. Can't say I want that consistently, but yeah. it worked out tonight, and that's all I care about. Big time, big time. Six of 13 from downtown, and that's what you want out of Bullock, man. You got to let it fly. Got to let it fly and knock it down. He was a plus 16 on the night, 20 points, and he came through big time. Came through big time. I don't know if it was coming off the bench in this game for the first time all season or or what, but he, he was big in the fourth, and even though they would, you know, make it close in the end when they tied him up and it was a jump ball with Knicks clinging to a one-point lead, he redeemed himself by getting the uh, by getting a stop on Fournier, and, and that was all she wrote, man. So great job by Bullock once again, chipping in with 20 points. Uh, RJ, I thought RJ set a good tone for us early. 17 points, 9 boards for RJ, 7 of 15 from the field. Nine guys. Baby. One for three from downtown, two for three from the free throw line. Um, I loved RJ's activity out there, just once again, just imposing his will, knowing that the Magic really didn't have a tough defender out there to stop him. So RJ did a good job in that first half, man. But what did you guys think about RJ tonight? You already know how I feel about my boy RJ Barrett. Listen, this is what RJ does. He's able to kind of get himself back in the game. We have instances from him, and people are critical of him, of the shots that he missed where he should have made them, the things that he does that he shouldn't have done, or the things that he doesn't do that he should do. But what he always does is he comes back each game better and prepared to work harder, and that is all you can ask for in your young superstars, in your young superstars to be. And R.J. Barrett fits that criteria criteria he is always coming to play he is always coming to prove that he deserves to be part of this team that he deserves to be on the court that he is consistently getting better and better every time he touches that ball every day every game as the season progresses and that is all you can ask for I mean yeah. he was out there just slicing and dicing he was moving and grooving I'm taking all the five phrases <laughs> because they apply right now so put some respect on the nine god, the Maple Mamba, Broadway Barrett, whatever you want to call him. Amen. RJ, listen, RJ's going to be okay. Just know that. 
Yeah. I say it all the time. If he ain't worried about the shot, then I ain't worried about the shot. Because in the beginning, he was missing some of those uh, those easy ones, but he kept on going, and then it started to go in for him. So I'm if he ain't worried about it, and if, if he ain't swayed by him, I ain't going to be swayed by him because I trust RJ. And he had another good game for us tonight. We needed it. Yeah. Almost a dub, uh, a double-double for him, but it's all good. Does 17-9. and nine. I liked it. RJ doing what RJ does. Yeah, man. So it's a good effort by RJ. And uh, a couple of interesting defensive sequences down the stretch. Tibbs goes with Todd Gibson over Nerlens. He, he goes with Taj on Vucevic, and I think he did that because he, he wanted Taj in, you know, the physicality part of it. I think he wanted Taj out there to kind of body him up a little bit. Uh, Vucevic did catch him on a couple of bad moves in that fourth quarter to, to bring the magic back into the game, but I thought Taj held his own for the most part. And then um, offense, defense. I thought there were some questionable points where the magic were making their run. Uh, the Knicks would come back. The magic would take a timeout, and Tibbs would leave in Burks rather than swap back in Frank. You know, we didn't see Frank from three minutes on in that game. And so I thought that was kind of interesting because I thought there was a lot of moments where uh, Frank's defense was needed, especially when Fournier was going off. And I thought that was that was interesting part where he left in uh, Burks and Bullock instead of bringing in Frank, who I thought had a good defensive game. So uh, still ended up getting a W, you know, 94 to 93. And we'll take it, man. We'll definitely take yeah, it. Yeah, the timing was weird. And, and, and I, I wasn't going to complain about it because yeah. we still ended up um, winning it. And you, I don't know if we want to take out Reggie because, like Ashley said, Reggie was key for us. Even though yeah. he had that turnover, he still made the, the game-winning defensive play. So, But at the same time, yeah, it was just weird because, Frank, literally there was the, the possession before he guarded three of the Magic players, which got us to stop, and then proceeded to make the three-point mm-hmm. ball that led to the timeout, and then come out of timeout, he's on the bench, and he doesn't play for the rest of the game. Yeah. It was just a weird sequence because, yeah, I thought that he got taken out because the, uh, for offense-defense, I thought they were just going to switch it up, but now he never came back on the court. But yeah. it worked out. Uh, it was shaky, yeah. but it worked out, so it was just weird. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Got, yeah. got the dub, man. Got the dub. So what you're saying is the Frank Hive needs to announce themselves in the chat right now because Speak up. it was shaky, man. It was shaky. He got to start tonight. The Frank Hive versus the Frank Haters was going down in Twitter. Okay. First half went to the Frank Haters. Second half goes to the Frank Hive, man. So, <laughs> Frank Hive, if you're in the chat, give me a hashtag, Frank Hive. Let's, you're alive and well. Let us know, man. Go ahead, Ash. Let's just hope that Frank isn't pulling the X that pops in when you're moving on and doing better with the Hey Big Head to rope you back <laughs> that's, in. Let's that's just Frank's hope MO. that next game he doesn't revert back to old ways because I feel like we've seen this He's before. He's done that to that, us. Do we know the story? We've seen the story before. We know the story. We've seen yeah. Frank you know? not that long ago come out and have yeah. this amazing game, and we say Frank is here, forget Peyton, send him for a chopped cheese and a quarter water to <laughs> Canada. I don't even care where you send him. And make sure you cross the rivers with him too, and oh, we're yeah. ready to ship him off. And then Frank goes back and does Frank things, and we were having the same conversation last show when mm-hmm. we were criticizing Frank. And saying, look, we are already seeing old patterns come back into play. So what are we going to do here? Now here we are coming back into the conversation. Frank Hive is alive and well. Alive and well. My only wish is for Frank to remain consistent. Because when we get this version of Frank, there is a spot on this roster for Frank when he plays like this. He is necessary and he is needed on this team when he plays like he plays tonight. We've been wishing for it for four years, so we'll we'll see, man. (laughs) We'll we'll definitely see. Um, So to everybody in the chat once again, damn, I threw on slow-mo mode and I missed all the super chats. So let me, uh, before we get to the phones, 
Let me just scroll up manually. You asked that on yourself, though, CP. You said Frank High stand up, and they they Oh, they, they blew up the out. chat. Yeah, they blew up the chat. <laughs> they, they They absolutely annihilated the chat, man. But salute, man, just making sure everybody's up and running. We got 1,500 people in the chat right now. Let's get those likes up. Let's get up to 1,000 likes. We'll do a hat giveaway if we get up to 1,000 likes. We'll do a snapback giveaway. Got to celebrate another win and celebrate uh, Knicks Fan TV getting to 33,000 subscribers. Uh, we did crack it the other night, but we lost. You know what I mean? I wasn't in a good mood. I was tight. And uh, so I wasn't in, in the giving spirit. But tonight is Thursday. We're on the cusp of Friday. So let, let's get it going, man. We'll, we'll do the giveaway if we get to 1,000 likes. So, you guys, make sure you hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Salute to Paul Robinson. He says, uh, Taj got more moves than Obi. Oh, <laughs> yo, yo, Taj did, did turn back the clock, man. He had like a nice little baseline. I thought we were going to avoid the Obi slam. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm I not guess not I was wrong. I'm not in the <laughs> Obi talk, man. Obi's red shirting this year. All right, let's just put it that oh, way, man. He's red shirting this year. No Obi slander tonight, man. My poor Obi. Yeah, man. Obi, Obi, Obi. So, salute uh, Nick's Twitter veteran, uh, Viv, Vivek in here. He says, Dave hey. CK co host in here. Wild. 30 piece for Randall. Ugly win, but a W is a W, man. Randall is what Don Nelson envisioned in Anthony Mason Sands defense. Nearly had three guys with double doubles. Yep. OB Knox got to revisit their priorities, man. Yeah, you know, it was quiet. It was quiet, man. I was I was hoping for for something, a glimmer of hope. Knox don't get a pass though. Knox Knox don't. Yeah, he don't get minutes regularly like it's that. It's been he a while, but damn, he, we didn't pass? we didn't get him oh, one like look. Cool, we didn't we didn't pass. get corner boy Kev one look. It was the Alec Burke show in the second quarter. I'm not. That's I'm not going to complain. Cause right. That's what I'm saying. Like, give him a pass. Obi playing every night. Yeah. Kevin Knox got out there for a little bit. And yeah. Then he went back on the bench. So I, was like, give him a pass. I, I was more so hoping that he was just going to get some touches, bro. He didn't even get a. He a, didn't a touch shot. it. Nah. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes you know that's that's the that's the, the the give and take with Burks. You know when he has it cooking, he has it cooking. But sometimes you know he'll dribble the air at the ball too. So uh, tonight tonight was his night though. And and uh, when Viv says. Almost a double-double. Burks, Burks did. He had 10 boards. 21 points, 10 boards. 50% from the field. So it was a good night for Burks, man. Good shooting night for Burks, for sure. A couple other Super Chats. I'm going to get to the other ones that I missed in a, in a second. Um, Larry Israel says, call the fire department. Max Kellerman dying from smoke inhalation. <laughs> nice job, CP. Salute my guy, Larry Israel, a.k.a. L.I. from L.I. And let's get to the phones, man. Benji's up first. How you feeling, bro? Hey, what's up? What's up, uh, CP? What's up, CK? Um, so yeah, um, I'm going into every game. Again. Yo, I, I start, hi, 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 sorry, sorry, I'm calling. I'm, I'm a little bit shaken. I'm, I'm a little bit shaken from that game tonight. Apologies. Yeah, man. Um, it's good it seems like every time, it seems like every time we play Orlando, the game is always like this. It mm-hmm. always comes down to Fournier having the ball down the stretch, Vucevic having the ball down the stretch, and some really, really dicey moments. I'm tired of playing this team. I'm tired of hearing Clyde say talk about talk about Dwayne Bacon and how he's hungry. Yeah. I'm just tired. Um, but thank God we pulled out the win um, because if we had lost this game, it would have been. I'm, I'm going to say it would have been close to catastrophic because with the Sixers coming up, yeah. you know, who knows if we can't win that game and we fall further down the standings. Um, big shout out to Bullock tonight. Yeah. Uh, very proud of him, how he came through. He's been stepping his game up big time. I mean, we all know who he is. He's a good role player, but I think he kind of, I, I hate to say this, but I think he's a bit underrated. Um, I think he kind of gets, you know, it's easy to pile on him because he's not a, a flashy player, but I think he's been really stepping his game up the last 
five, six, seven games. He's mm-hmm. been kind of in double figures pretty consistently. He's been shooting the ball. He's been sniping. He's been hitting some clutch threes. He's always there with the defense. And I think Burks, too. Um, it's funny. Burks is very – he moves very slowly on the court. Uh, he, yeah. does, he doesn't really have a lot of athleticism, but he's, he gets it done. Uh, it's hard to explain. Like, there's not too many guys that, that have his skill set. He kind of plays like a YMCA player where he kind of jogs up the court <laughs> and barely breaks the sweat. But, yeah. but, but, but he gets to his he spot done, and he pulls up, and, and tonight he gets it done. I guess uh, I'm very worried uh, about, obviously, this year more than other years with our depth. So mm-hmm. I think we really got to go out there and and look at the free agent market and who we can in advance of the trade deadline, which is a week away. I mean, I, someone met, one of my friends mentioned this to me. I think we got to consider like some small moves, like even like I would have considered signing Jeremy Lin to a ten day contract. Oh, you're because, bugging, man. For what? To do what? <laughs> because we can't. I want to time work back to 2012, but <laughs> the point is, um, this guy wants to we had no, we had no. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy Lin can at least – we know he can shoot the ball a little bit. We know he's going to be smart and have a high IQ out there, and we were lucky to get by tonight. But, I mean, yeah. it doesn't seem like this Rose situation is, is uh, resolving itself yeah. anytime soon. I know he was sitting on the bench, so that's a well, good sign. So well, let's, we let's just, wait and we, see, man. Pre- appreciate the call. Let's wait and see. You know, he just got back, um, whether it was a funeral or COVID or whatnot. We'll, you know, we'll see what happens with Rose. But – I, I see that the, the tricky thing is, is is where we are right now trying to make this playoff push. Everybody wants to make moves, you know, to, to continue that. And so we'll see what happens. I got a couple tidbits on the trade deadline I'll get to in a little while. Um, I did speak to the plug, gave me a couple joints. So um, nice. we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on on that <laughs> front. Go ahead. What was up? This man really said Jeremy Lin. Yeah, Jeremy like, Lin. Hey, but he was like, honest. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah, salute Benji. Well. Of salute all ben. the players we could sign yeah. to a 10-day contract. Of all, of all, of all people. Jeremy, Jeremy Lin was Lin. the first person that came out of his mouth. He, he wants to rekindle <laughs> like, that flame, man. For real? Yeah. That was the first name you could think of. <laughs> only, Jeremy only, freaking Lin. Only Seriously? one Iman in the chat said, I wasn't expecting this man to say Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Orlando Powell's conversation went left with Jeremy Lin. Was he even able to make the Warriors roster? <laughs> no. And they're like horrendous. <laughs> I'm in no place to judge because I'm here cheering for this Kyle O'Quinn uh, reunion, so I'm not going to say nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. Oh, man. People, Benji, you my guy, man. Benji, you my guy. You want that Lin sanity back, yeah. okay? <laughs> Straight up insanity. Like. Straight up insanity. But nah, Benji, you my guy, man. But, you know, with, with Bullock and Burks, um, they they've had some some strong games, but it's just it's just inconsistency. You know those guys are career role players, and so with that, you know that's what you're gonna get. But with with Bullock at the at the very least, you're gonna get consistent defensive effort, I think, and that's what Tibbs loves about him. Tonight you saw him closing out, defending Aaron Gordon. Some nights you're gonna see him playing a point guard. Sometimes you're gonna see him playing against the the wing. So he he's he's a he's a you know versatile multi-positional defender that Tibbs likes and you just you just hope that the three-pointer um is, is consistent and tonight it was tonight it definitely was so to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for your squad let's hear from let's go to my guy papa left in the building what's going on bro hey good evening ck cp ash what's going on how you feeling bro yeah how you recovering um, man how's your neck the, the recovery is great. I'm in my new apartment. First day with the wireless hookup. Nice. I've got the Fubo TV. I'm actually watching you guys right now on YouTube. So 
almost broke my TV tonight, but yeah. uh, thankfully, thankfully we pulled out the win. And all the negativity from tonight's game, uh, as far as my perspective, gets thrown away with the win. Mm-hmm. Um, and also at the end of the game, the way that you could see the way that this team uh, ran to Reggie Bullock and really uh, connected to him. And I just wanted to bring some, you know, give Reggie Bullock his, his roses. Yeah. And uh, before Taj before Taj got signed here, Reggie Bullock, who recently turned 30, I'm also 30, uh, he recently turned 30 this week, and he was the elder statesman on this team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mentioned in one of my first calls that Reggie's been through uh, – a bit of a tragedy, a couple tragedies in his life. Two of his younger sisters have been mm-hmm. murdered. Mm-hmm. And um, Reggie Bullock tonight came out, you know, very aggressive. It's his birthday week. He had that energy. And um, late in the game, we kind of had our karma from our jump balls with the Nets turn against us. And then he got out-jumped by Fournier. And mm-hmm. uh, the previous two nights, his defensive assignments on – James Harden, and Tobias Harris, he gets up into the body, but he is not quick enough uh, once that first step gets taken on him. And he was getting dragged the last two nights. And I thought once Fournier got the ball at the top of the key, I was like, oh, boy, this is going to be bad. (laughs) And uh, he, he, you know, Fournier is not the most athletic guy, but he can take the ball to the hoop and he can stop on a dime. So I thought uh, Reggie played that. uh, I think Fournier wanted to go to the rim and wanted to get that first step, and I think Reggie was ready for that. And uh, the team uh, just swamped him uh, at the end of the game. Uh, With with that said, I I do want to just bring attention to a point I made, and it kind of played itself out tonight with Alec Burks versus a guy like Evan Fournier and even Aaron Gordon mm-hmm. who uh, or Terrence Ross or something like that. Aaron Gordon got taken out of the game, in my opinion, for no reason tonight, and that, that gave us an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Evan Fournier and Alec Burks, uh, I think people kind of trolled me here, but then again, the same people who do that also said R.J. Barrett's a, a, a bum or whatever. <laughs> but I think Fournier is slightly, slightly better than an Alec Burks for one reason alone and that's because of the diversity of how he can score the ball. He can finish yeah. at the rim. He, he's sneaky tall at 6'7". He has a little bit more range in the mid-range. And Alec Burks, like you said, dribbles the air out of the ball. So, yeah. no, I'm not trying to trade Alec Burks. And I highly doubt when you get into your trade segment that he's even being thought of as a trade. I'm just saying as a fan, no being doubt. creative, if we're going to keep Knox and even sometimes Nilakina on the bench, we and and Thibodeau wants to go for it, you know. I I would take the slightest yeah. upgrade, even if it's just yeah. a slight upgrade at guard. But no looking doubt. forward no to the doubt. rest of the show. Well, well Fournier, appreciate the call, bro. Fournier, I think he's a free agent coming up, so um, could be an option, yeah. man. Could be an option. That boy started cooking in, in the in the fourth quarter. You know, definitely could be an option. CK, what what's your thoughts on Fournier, bro? Uh, like we talked about, I think a few nights ago, it's the same. It's the Victor Oladipo thing for me. I I understand we need to to boost. Uh, just li- like everyone's been saying, boost our bench a little bit, and I <clears throat> I agree with that. But I don't know if Fournier is the one because I, we're gonna have to give up assets to get him. Get him. Yeah, I want to trade. We him. can give up assets to get somebody else that can do the same thing. If we want to go get him in the offseason, go get him in the offseason. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not crazy about. It. I'd rather get a a, a a different wing. But I mean, it, it, not for me. It ain't Fournier is not for me. Yeah. 
No, I hear that. I hear that. Appreciate the call, Papa. Also, Let's get it. I want to address something that's going on in the chat right now, just oh. real quick. So the comment about Jeremy Lin, Lin's sanity, had nothing to do with, I don't know who the actual person is that said it, but it is not anything about Asian hate. It is nothing like that. No, okay? that's, no, that's ridiculous. It has nothing to do with him as a person. It had nothing to do where he comes from, what his nationality is, what his heritage is, what his race is. Let's make that very clear, especially yeah. in the climate that we are in right now. I grew up in New York. We all grew up in New York. We grew up around Asians. We grew up around different types of people. There is no room in my heart for hate of any kind for any type of, de- type of demographic. That's not even something that you should say in this climate. It's not funny. It's not yeah. a joke. It has nothing right. to do with that. So let's just make that very, very clear. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. man. Yeah. Basketball, 24-7, Knicks, we make jokes. It's yeah. fun, but that's not okay. Let's not even bring that yeah. into it. Nah, you know, you know how it is, man. People, you know, get on the keyboard and start talking crazy, but we know what it is. Um, guard up, Nick sends a super chat. He says, salute CP Ash, CK, great win tonight. Down a few guys. Burke started looking good. Reggie playing with something to prove off the bench. Rosen quickly back, and we're back rolling. Mitch next. Yeah, Mitch has been practicing. Uh, Rose took some practice shots tonight, so seems like he's around the corner. Seems like Mitch is, is coming in soon. Seems like Mitch is going to be coming back soon, so hopefully we get back to full strength. Hurry up, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, no IQ tonight. <laughs> you know I miss him. Yeah, man. Salute to Block. Where Mitch, are man. you? Salute to Block. Facts. Cynthia sends us a super chat. She says, um, I wish when OB comes in, people would pass the ball to him. We need to give him some, some minutes. When, are we le- when we're leading in double digits and, and give Randall a breather. So... I want to say, if I go back into the play-by-play, I want to say when the when the Magic started cooking in the fourth, Obi was in, and and, and uh, uh-huh. they took him out. <laughs> and that was about nine minutes left, and they had to put Julius back in. <sighs> so that's that's the thing, yeah. you know. It's it's Julius ain't getting that rest I don't out there. Know man. What to do with my He's in his head. Yeah, it's in, in his head. The, position, the fast break yeah. possession with him and Kevin Knox, where he was by himself. I mean, he had a, a defender on him. And instead of going to the rim like Dayton, Obi Toppin would have, he thought to go and try and pass the ball to the corner mm-hmm. with two defenders in his face, and he turned over the ball. That that was the moment I'm like, yeah, Obi's in his head. It, like like you said, it's, it's a redshirt year. He's just he's not there right now. It, it, it's not it for him right now because old Obi would have gone to the rim, or try to get a foul something, and he did not even try to do that. And that was just one of the many instances we could talk about the backing and backing and backing up, backing up, backing up moment. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Where yeah, yeah. He, he dribbled a crab walk all the way down, turn yeah. over the ball. Yeah, so I, yeah, he just he just seems like he's in his head, own head right now. And as a rookie, this it could it, it happens, you know. So yeah, thank you. It's just yeah, hundred percent. He's definitely in his own head. You can even say he even see he doesn't go up with any aggression. He doesn't go up with any, right. any attitude or any pizzazz or chutzpah, mm-hmm. as they say. Um, it's it's he's just it's something is a disconnect. There's something that's not registering with him and his game. And I don't know if it's because. He feels like he has this monkey on his back constantly watching his every move, and he's afraid to make a mistake. I think it's that. That's part of it. That affects you as a ball player. That affects you as a hooper is when you think that your coach is going to pull you if you even sneeze wrong. Is is It's hard to play under that kind of pressure. And I just feel like Obi's got to get out of his own way. And when he does that, I feel like also it will kind of help some things fall into place, but I just don't think this is the year we're going to see Obi. It's a red shirt year, man. It's not going to happen until next season. It's, it's a red shirt year. Before the, end, before the very end of this season. It's just not going to happen right now. It's, it's a red shirt year, man. That's that's it. That's it. You're not going to get much out of it, man. That, that's it. 
there's no miracles coming for Obi, man. It's, it's just a redshirt year. You know, we'll see what happens if we get a point guard, if we, you know, pick up the pace a little bit, and, and we'll see how productive he is off the bench. It's going to be a problem, like I said, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Walter from the Bronx, what's going on? No way around it, bro. There's no way around it. Walter, what's going on? Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. All day, all day, <laughs> all day. The remix, the number one show for the fans. Let's go. So if you are a fan, hit that thumbs up button Let's for go. your boy. Let's go. Uh, CP uh, the Calamus Slayer. Let's go. What's up? Let's go, bro. CK, run the intro. Two K. What's good? <laughs> Cash <laughs> App Ashley. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, Let's get it. How you feeling, bro? Yo, I just want some accountability, though. I really got to bring it back. I'm, yeah. I, I'm a little stressed. Yeah. Um, CP. Yeah. You my man, 100 grand. Mm-hmm. Love what you're doing with the show. Mm-hmm. Love where you got it going. You guys are doing your thing. But I need you mm-hmm. to take accountability. For what? On you trying to trade Julius Randle. Oh, here we oh, Here we go, you was trying to trade him. Here we go. I love it here. You're going to listen to phone calls. <sighs> I need you to take accountability, take accountability and say we can't trade him, that we need to build around him. Mm. Can we do that? Well, Walter, let me ask you something. When the off season, okay. when the off season hit last year, was I the right. only one saying that they were going to try to trade him? Yes or no? That's not... That's not the question. There were multiple <laughs> reports <laughs> that they were trying to trade this man. Deflection. Sounds multiple like deflection. reports we're that they were trying about to trade this man. You and the last time I called, you <laughs> wanted him out of here for Look, some pieces. Listen, what more do I – listen, I went on national TV this week defending that okay. man – Two weeks, two weeks in a row defending Julius. That's what more do you question. want? <laughs> what more do you want? Listen. That's not the question. Listen. Sometimes your takes go cold. It was a cold take. It was a cold take. I take it back. I take it back. You could be okay. you could be wrong in this business. That's all I wanted. It's all good. That's all I wanted. It's all good. But 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 did I not say? Did I not say he was going to be the MVP of this team? Did I not say he was going to be the MVP of this team? And there were people in the chat that roasted me for that. In my preseason show, Ashley was there. She, I mean, she, she not gonna give me credit. He scored twenty-one and nine last year <laughs> in his bad year, so that was pretty evident. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Look, how you doing, Ashley? I'm good. I feel like you're coming for me next. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, I just got two things to say to you. Why'd I get two? Right, I got one. Because <laughs> that's the only thing I had against him. I got two <laughs> of you. Number one, I need you to make a comeback. I can't hear that you retired on a crossover. <laughs> that won't sit well with me. Well, the crossover. Okay. <laughs> What's number two? Can't promise you that. What's number two? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two, I need you to be accountable for Frank Nilakina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that one. You know what you the difference is? I'm going to tell you what the difference is, though. Julius Randle has okay. shown consistency from the jump. 
So CP yeah. was dead wrong. <laughs> Deflecting. I mean, Frank's st- the debate is still out on Frank because he's up and down. He's a roller coaster. But you have my word. If I get consistent play from Frank, okay, I will go on the record and say I was wrong about Frank, and I will apologize to the Frank High personally. But I can't get one good game from Frank and six bad ones. One good I, game from I, Frank, seven bad hey, ones. It's not gonna work. If, if this was around the horn, that'd be that'd be a, a couple points for Ash right there, Walter. I got you, you got a point. But we have to we have to admit we have to admit this is the best coaching staff he's had and the best he's looked offensively and defensively. You could see a complete player coming. Mm. Correct? Is he are you talking about Julius or Frank now? I'm talking about we already know what Julius is. Oh, you're talking, talking about, about Frank? Frank. All right, now nah, that's why I gotta cut the call. He was a cat. You gotta cut the call. A complete player, Walter. Yeah, come I'm on, man. Oh, I appreciate the call. I appreciate the love, man. I even appreciate the Julius slander. I can take it. It's all good. But the Frank complete player stuff. Come on, man. I can't. I can't. That's where we got to cut the. We got to cut the court there. That he's becoming a complete player now. The man just started playing, literally. Yeah. He just started playing, CK. Right before the All Star break. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the game we was at was the first game he played. No, no, no. I mean, he was probably in there before, but I mean, you, you don't you didn't even know he was on the team for a while. <laughs> Real talk. I'm just glad I survived the wrath of Walter, though. Yeah. So we're good. So yeah, hey, take that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Ashley and CP. Y'all got a lot no, of counting see, to do. All right. I'm still my verdict, or rather my opinion of Frank, is still valid because I have not seen any consistency. CP was dead wrong. Like, he couldn't I, get I was, more wrong. Listen, I could resurrect him from the grave was, and bring him back. And I was one wrong. of many. Like, I was one of many. I was one of many. Oh, there was, uh, the chat will tell you. Everybody there was three people on this panel, and you were the only one that was on the Send Randall to Wherever Express. I was on the Keep Him in New York train. This is going to be his year. You cannot trade him, and you were ready to ship him to God knows where for the no, highest bid. No, Don't sit here I was, and lie. I, was, I said, I said, Take the the best deal that you can get. I'm not saying for just dump them. Mm, I'm saying you tra- you trade them for value, get. CK. I'm, you want CK, to I just, I'm open for business, star, bro. The playmaker, CK, the, faci- I'm, the facilitator, I'm, I'm open for the business. <laughs> I'm open for business, man. The captain of the <laughs> Express, he wanted to send them out yeah. to wherever. You hear this, JJ in the chat? Most people wanted Randall wow. gone. Let's just keep it going. I never said just dump them. Some like Ari, you know, we got to trade him. We got to trade him. That's a different thing. I didn't say that. I said you gotta keep the phone line open, and if you if you get what you're looking for, you might have to look into it. And that's all I said. And that's all I said. So, but, but, <laughs> that's how I feel about but, that. Like I said, I hedged, I I was able to hedge successfully. By, by going against the chat and saying he was going to be the MVP of the team, I was right about that. Then I went on Kellerman and bigged him up on Kellerman twice, two weeks in a yeah, row. After you so my name is gone. cleared. My name is cleared, man. I cleared up my grievances with Julius. And I'm not blocked on Twitter. I'm not blocked on Twitter like most of the people on Nick's Twitter. So me and Julius is cool. You know what I'm saying? CK, if that was around the horn, that'd be another couple points, bro. Give me a couple points, bro. Yeah. Now, me and, me and Julius Randall are cool. You and Julius Randle are not cool. <laughs> Let's call it a mending, a mending oh. partnership. Let's Ari, call it Ari in the chat we'll said, that. wow. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> keeping it real, Ari, man. I'm just keeping it real, man. 
Uh, but let's get let's hear from Angel, man. Angel, what's going on, bro? Yo, CP, what's Yo, good, bro? What's good, bro? How you feeling, man? Talk to me, Angel. What's going on? I'm do I'm doing good, bro. Um, hey Ashley, how you doing? Uh, CK, CK, what's up, bro? How you doing? Man, what's up? Hey, what's up? And uh, before I get to my point, my mama said hello. You know, mm. she's a little sick mm. right now, but you know, she just wanted to show. Uh, she just wanted to say hi to you guys, and uh, she's also a Cowboys fan, so I know Ashley's gonna like that. Hey, but, shout um, out to mama. Yeah, so. Feel <laughs> better, mama. Yeah, it kind of hurt. Better, it kind of broke my heart right there, but it's cool. But, um, yeah, so as far as the game, obviously, I'm happy we won, but we just made it way harder than what it was supposed to be. You know, we got a habit of being up by double digits and then blowing leads. But, you know, the fact that we were mentally tough to come back and, you know, get a 10-0 run in the fourth and win the game, you know, definitely it was clutch. Um, I would like to see RJ with the ball in his hands more because, you know, he was just doing whatever he wanted. But, yeah. You know, I would like to see him, you know, do a little bit more. You know, he's really, you know, doing his thing. And obviously, Barando, you know, with the triple-double, you know, is Mr. Consistent. But, you know, uh, the one thing I am concerned about is the late-game execution. You know, obviously, we got robbed with Brooklyn. Philly, you know, with the out-of-bounds call on Bullock, I thought it was bogus. But, mm-hmm. you know, it happened. We still couldn't score. And then this game, you know, this is why we need a floor general because in the end, you know, yeah. you can't have, you know, Bullock, you know, getting the ball and then getting double teamed and then, you know, obviously a turnover. So, yeah. you know, that's why we need a point guard, you know. Uh, maybe Rose can fill that or maybe we can get it through trade or free agency, but we definitely got to, you know, we got to do something, bro, because the late yeah. game execution got to be better. And you can't give up a wide open three, you know, where Burke gave up that wide open three. You know, that's just, that's just terrible defense right there. But... You know, for the most part, you know, it's on the Philly, bro. You know, and yeah. uh, I think we're going to get that W as well. And I'm feeling good right now. And, you know, CT, I got one question, man, because yeah. I've been seeing you sit, sit something every every game, man. Yeah. I need to know what you be sipping, bro. Cheers. I mean, what is that, wine, liquor? I mean, what is it, bro? Uh, it's, it's, whis- it's, it's whiskey, bro, but we, we can't get the name out, man. We don't have a sponsor <laughs> yet. We You know, we, 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 can't, we can't do that. I just say <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite brands. And it's good. And I, I, I drink some on the wind. Some nights it's the wine. Some nights it's the whiskey, bro. So, you know, I, I dibble and dabble here and there, man. After a long day's work. You know, yeah, I need nice you to week. let me know what that is. Man. Yeah. I, might have to, I might have to get one. But, yeah. hey, listen, man, hit that thumbs up for uh, for y'all, man. And I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Love the show. And uh, thanks for taking my call, bro. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate the call, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm going to hit you offline, man. Tell your mom, um, you know, rest up. and, and uh, Yeah, man, get well soon for sure. Get, get I love Angel. Yeah, Angel. Angel always shows love, man. Definitely appreciate it. Definitely, but you know, we, the, the reason we can't put teams away is because we're an average team. That's that's just what happens. You know, we're we're back over five hundred, right? Twenty one and twenty. And yeah, you are what your record says you are. But these teams, they they're evenly matched. They're well coached. The coaches know each other's philosophy. Right. They know each other's style, and that's why the, these games are always close. So, but see, I mean, CK, I did think, I mean, I did think down the stretch, you know, he was saying that we got to figure out how to close. I mean, Randall had a couple clutch buckets down the stretch. You had Burks that got you uh, almost finished the end one, you know, got the foul and, and whatnot. Bullock had some buckets. So I thought even without the point guard, I, I thought we did get our buckets when we needed to down the stretch. We're just gassed, man. I hate to make excuses and not, I'm not a fan of excuses, but we're, we're, we're gassed. We're, we're missing key players and key positions. Yeah. And I feel like it's just we saw that in Brooklyn, we saw that in Philly. 
Um, we almost saw it tonight, but we, we were luckily tonight. We continued to make our shots. And I agree with you, but at the same time, for the most part, especially in these last few games, we're just seeing the lack of our depth because of our injuries. I, I don't mm-hmm. think we don't have depth. I think we have the depth. We, should, we wouldn't be surviving in games against the top two teams in the East um, if we didn't have any depth with the amount of injuries that we got going on with, you know, two key guards for this team and our starting center, Mitchell Robinson. So I agree that, we, you know, we, we handled ourselves well, but at the same time for uh, Brooklyn and for Philly, we weren't able yeah. to seal the deal. Luckily we did tonight off of a defensive play, yeah. but uh, I just feel like the injuries are catching up to us, man. I don't mean to make any excuses, but I just feel like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and they're going to as the games progress and yeah. as the season progresses. And as you start getting closer to that playoff push, hopefully, you know, as it gets closer around that April, May time frame, timeline, we start getting more guys back at full strength that in this team starts to really be able to play together consistently. Right. We don't deal with any more injuries that set us back once again because you start seeing it. Teams only start to look better as you get closer to the playoffs. They, look, they start to look tougher. They start to look stronger. They start to look more polished. intertwined and connected and polished. Yeah, so things these games are only going to get harder. They're not going to get easier, and you need all the help you can get, especially when you're already depleted in so many different areas. Mm-hmm. You definitely need the help when you can get it, and that only comes with depth. And like I said, we're already struggling somewhat in that department in certain things, so where you do have the depth, you go ahead and you need that at full strength so yeah. hopefully we get that just just a quick correction we're uh we're 21 and 21 so we're at 500 yeah currently 500. sitting at oh, that's what you said yeah, yeah. we are finally yeah yeah I said and the chat's over. coming at you cp because they said you gave angel an unfair advantage on the love connection show and they're just having it they figure out here cheating no nah, man we're gonna reset the deck Trust me, I'm, I'm formulating the game plan for the Love Connection show. Like anything on Fan TV, it's got to be the best. If it, if it ain't right, it ain't right, Ash. So we're going to take our time. I'm just saying, the simmer. chat's accusing you of cheating yeah. and playing no, favorites. No, no, no. That's With, all there, I'm saying. There will be no frozen envelopes. There will be no foot tricks when it comes to the Love Connection show. Everybody's going to get a chance. Everybody's going to get a chance. You know what I mean? Shout out my guy Steve Verna actually with the with the Simp Fan TV uh, t shirt designs. I, I think man, I think we got something. it was fire. Yeah, man. We got something. I think it we was got something. whoever who designed it. Uh, Steve Steve Verna Steve, Steve Verna. Steve, you are top. overnight. Yeah, yeah that was the that was dope. Yeah. He did that overnight. He and the what? next morning I woke up and that thing was done. Yeah, that thing was fire. Oh, that thing was fire. The Knicks. He told me the yeah. Knicks actually um, uh, honored him for Black History Month. Uh, so yeah, big up to Steve oh, Burner, man. He's definitely got a, a nice portfolio of artwork. Um, they show me he's talented, Real man. Real talented dude. So, uh, big up to Steve and, and yeah, we're going to have to work on that. So right now we're currently sitting in seventh in the East. The Hawks, I believe won tonight. So they're 21 and 20. So they leapfrogged us. You got the Hornets sitting there 20 and 19. You got the Heat sitting in fourth, 22 and 19. So, you know, we already dropped out. We already dropped down some spots, man. Can't sleep. Miami jumped like that? Yeah, Miami's at 22 and 19. So Miami's ahead of us already by a game and a half. Celtics dropped out. They were in fourth at the All-Star break. They dropped down to eighth already. So it's going to keep shifting. You know, it's going to keep shifting. But, uh, you know, four or five is is ideally where we want to be. And right now we're half game out of five. And we got a couple more games uh, against the Hornets to go. Yeah, and, and they got a couple of LA games coming up. They play Lakers tonight and the Clippers tomorrow, so hopefully mm-hmm. they fall on those two. We got Washington a few nights, so mm-hmm. hope you know. We'll see. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun all year, man. That's crazy how yeah. far Boston dropped, though. See, that's that's, that's crazy. And yeah. Boston, and the crazier thing is Boston has the depth, so mm-hmm. that's 
an even crazier concept mm-hmm. that we're ahead of them without the same, the, without even a fraction of the talent. Because that is whether or not we like to say it. Because it is Boston, they are a talented team and they have a lot of depth. So mm-hmm. that that is impressive. And the only key injury they had was Marcus Smart. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. had everyone for the majority of the time, and they're still not able to finish games. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. They're having a finishing problem. They're like the Clippers of the East. Yeah, one hundred percent. Rick yeah. Harrison in the chat to KFTV put me in the Royal Rumble for King Simp. He's trying to get in the mix. <laughs> Yo, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show, man. It's gonna be Shout a great out Rick show. Harrison, I love that the guy. Royal, yeah. Oh my, he's the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's comedy, bro. Um, <laughs> if you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag. New will shout you guys out. Shout out to Alan Berman, sends a super chat. He says, salute, good win, but we need a point guard. I'm with CK. Bring me all three ball brothers and hand LeVar the keys. Do what we got to do, man. <laughs> got to do what we got to do. Angelo and Lonzo. <laughs> do what we got to do, man. All three. That would be a nightmare, man. That would be a nightmare. Oh, man, shout out LaMelo, though. He's starting to ball out. Lonzo's starting to come into his own. You know, Angelo's he's the only one, CK. I don't know. I don't know. Go my Westchester, bro. Like, I ain't worried <laughs> no, about Westchester. it, man. Go Westchester, man. Shoot. A couple other Super Chats came in. Salute to everybody that sent them. I had to go in the archives for this. Shout out to the Rhyme Animal, Chuck D. Everybody throw a P.E. in the chat. Hashtag P.E. to salute Chuck D. He said, big win. If we lost, it would have been a big loss and a season smasher. So he said that last 15 minutes was the haunted house of hoops. <laughs> I see this team building around Julius and RJ. I'm starting to look at Delonzo talk seriously. I know, CK, you like that. I'm getting too so happy. Yeah. Oh, look at oh man. Yeah, yeah, come like on, that, man. man. Play the room, Chuck. Yeah. Come on through, bro. Come yeah, on through. Could, could be nice. Shout out to the Bodega Boy in the building one time for Merrow. Oh, Merrow's in here. Salute to the kid, Merrow in here. Wow. Salute to the That's kid, Merrow. Yo, Merrow, hit hit me, bro. Been been um trying to get you on the show, man. We definitely got to get you on the show. So definitely hit me on the DM and uh and let's set it up. We got a lot of PE hashtags going through. So sure. salute to everybody. Let's get back to the phones. Oh, uh, Merrow's on hold. Where you at, bro? Oh, here he is, checking in. He is the king, the the general of Ball Bag Nation in the building. Is that you, Mero? It's popping. You know the fucking vibe. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, bro? How you feeling, bro? Yo, man, listen, dog. Ugly win, good win. Obi, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say, man. My man runs like a penguin, dog. I don't understand. <laughs> he makes me nervous. He makes me nervous. He pass what up. I don't know. He said penguin. I don't know. He said penguin. 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 He Dude, Julius was in his bag, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, nah, man. So listen, dog. We like, yo. I, I heard the uh, the Evan Fournier chatter earlier. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. I, I didn't. I was not really feeling him when he had the man bun. Now he got the Caesar. His hairline is in a recession. <laughs> but I'll take him though. I'll take him. He's that wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take him in the off season. I, I would take him in the off season as an option for sure. For sure. Yeah, you know I mean, little little. little Little five million years, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fournier did have the man bun rocking. Now he now I don't know, man. The joint is running from him. You need to highlight LeBron, bro. You need to get that oh, treatment. Instant, he lost the man bun. He lost all his powers, man. <laughs> the chat is going, but man, yo, the chat is savage. Yo, I gotta be mean to Ash because if you say anything nice to Ash, you were sent in the chat. It's crazy. That's facts. 
The facts. The Simpsons are running crazy in the chat right now, man. It's a battle royale for the Simpsons in the chat, bro. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all, man. I love the show, man. Keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm always checking in with y'all. I'm always texting. You've been laid up with the Rona. I'm checking in. Oh, shoot. You got the Rona, bro? Yeah, bro. It got me. Oh, man. Daniel Jones, bro. I fumbled at the two-yard line. I had the back lined up for the 23rd. Damn. This shit like last week, bro. I'm sick. Damn, bro. Yo, rest up, man. Rest up, yeah, man. man. Yeah, man. Speedy recovery, bro. He said he damn. Word, word, word. Yo, rest up, man. Yeah, let's catch up, though, man. Appreciate you calling us, though, man. Definitely. Yes, sir. All right, man. Rest up. Boy, he fumbled at the one yard line. <laughs> yo, I, I caught a bad flashback on that one, man. That was a terrible <laughs> night. Terrible night, man. Somebody make Giants, that graphic, please. Yeah, shout out to the Giants, man. We need Kenny Galladay. Hopefully, we'll hear back tomorrow. Salute to the Kid Mero, man. Speedy recovery. Everybody throw a bodega hive yeah, in the chat to salute to Kid Mero. Yeah, man, still called us, man, with the Rona and all, man. Said he had the vaccine lined up, too, man. Just caught it. That's terrible. Oh, Ari said he got COVID also. Ari got the Rona? Oh, no, see, Ari was in Miami wilding out. Oh, that's why Ari was in Miami. Come on. That's what happened. Ari, you were in the 305. Ari was in the 305. Ocean Drive after the pool. Yeah, he was out there with Pitbull. Yeah, Ari knows Pitbull and them. He's connected. He's well connected, man. Come on, Ari. Mm -hmm. I don't even think Pitbull's down here right now. (laughs) Yeah, he he was with Mr. Worldwide and them, man. Ari's connected. (laughs) That's what happened. He got the the Miami COVID. It's a different type. Yeah, speedy recovery, man. Now, in all honesty, to you know, the people who've had it, you know, people who lost loved ones and whatnot, man, definitely, uh, you know, speedy recovery. It's, it's a crazy time, uh, but yeah, you know, hopefully, shows like this is what you know brings people together and, and uh, you know, take your mind off some of those things. So, speedy recovery, though, definitely, it's a tough, tough time. All right, um, who else we got in the chat? We got a lot of bodega hives going on in the chat. Any team hashtag new that I miss? I forgot, man. I was. Uh, uh, no, it got lost in the PEs. It got, off, yeah, man. it got lost PEs. in the PEs, man. It got lost. <laughs> Ari says, I indeed was on South Beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ari, Ari's out there on this trip getting it in. So, Ari, you played yourself, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Say it. You played yourself. Yeah, that's 100%. what I'm hearing. 100%, man. Salute to Rob Bross. He says, hashtag new love the vibes. Knicks fan TV killing it. Salute to you. Uh, who else is in here? Yeah, salute to everybody, man. Team Hashtag, new wherever you guys are. Salute to Zachary Grant. Everybody throwing the PEs in the chat. Alexander, Luel, Lopez, what's going on? Ash, who you want to shout out in the chat? Shout out to everybody getting on Ari for bringing the Rona back to New York. They're not having it. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, Ari's Um, getting it in. Shout out to Chuck D, obviously, in the chat. Mm -hmm. Everyone putting penguin emojis in the chat. Y'all are not right. Okay. Leave Obi alone, please. Um. Oh, hoops info for you says Ash. Don't let CP off the hook. We're nowhere without Julius. I won't. I, I, I remember. Remember that. like an elephant. I'll Listen, never I already I told you forever. that. I already told you that. But go ahead, continue. Continue. The In shout-outs. the words of Cardi B, forever. Continue with the shoutouts. <laughs> um, CK, you want to shout some people out, or you want to shout out, man? Yeah, no, shout out to everybody that uh, coming in here for the first time. As always, shout out to the CK crew. I got to shout out my man, Che, because he is so livid with the Lonzo Ball news. He's been fighting me for years. Mm. He's upset that everybody's jumping on the train. So he dropped a comment saying that I must be stopped. Che, I will not be stopped. 
until he probably doesn't sign, but we'll see what happens. But shout out to my man Trey. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Yeah. Like I said, all the new people. Shout out to Chuck D. Shout out to Emil for calling in and dropping the new uh, meme for poor Obi shopping and calling the penguin. Look at all the penguins in the chat for poor Obi. Hilarious, bro. Hilarious. A <laughs> um, couple tidbits on the trade rumors. A couple tidbits on the trade rumors because I, I did hear from Ooh, the plug. Yes. Let, me, let me see what he's saying here. Birdman hand rub. Yeah, all right. Here, here's right. what he said. He says, um, salute to the plug. Let me, let me let me pull up my joints here. Let's hit that thumbs up button for your squad real quick. How many likes we at right now, Ash? Not enough. Tell him, Ash. We're at 851, guys. Right, let's, we got to get to 1,000. We got to get to 1,000 for the giveaway. In the chat, which means yeah. some of you guys, most of you guys, all of you guys are not doing your job, and I need you to do your job for me, all right? Yeah. Put in the work. That's all I'm asking is put in Facts. the work and do your job. And Dave, Dave, if you can throw the um, throw the giveaway in the chat if you haven't already, just throw the giveaway in the chat. Let me know when you do so I can pin it to the top of the chat so everybody could sign up for the snapback. But let's get to a thousand likes. All right, a couple quick tidbits from the plug. He says um, the Knicks are not looking to trade Mitch. All right, so. You know, the drumming stuff, when people heard the drumming stuff, they figured that there was a trade imminent with Mitch. He says they're not looking to trade Mitch. He says that uh, they are still looking to add Oladipo, but only for the cheap. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And that's always been the case. So offseason? Or like, you know, in, in trade. If, if, if it's a trade, only on the cheap would they try to get old. But obviously, he's a rental, right? You don't know if, you, right. if he's going to commit long term. Uh, but it goes along the lines of the 3 and D upgrade that they're looking for. All right? He says, Rozier, no, they're not going for Rozier. He said, shout out to CK2K. They are looking at Lonzo, but the Pelicans aren't really looking to trade him. Yeah. So most likely is a top free agent target. And that goes along the lines. Says, I hope he does get traded because he hates New Orleans. So. What's your magic, Papa Ball? What's and, your magic? And, and Lavar, uh, Berman of the Post has dropped. Lavar wants him out of New Orleans, obviously. What's your magic, Lavar. And uh, but Ian Begley did come on here when he was on the show last week and said that the cost for Lonzo was was likely to go up. So it's going to probably be a free agent bid between you know if the Knicks do jump in there, so it's going to be a free agent war. And if the Pelicans decide to keep him, you know it, it uh, it'll it'll go into the off season. But the name that that he said to keep an eye out, eye on the th- oh shoot, I, I knocked my own camera out. The name that <laughs> the name that he said to keep an eye out on along the lines of three and D is Norman Powell from the Toronto Raptors. 
Norman Powell, 3 and D wing, averaging 19 points a game, shooting 44% yeah. from three. Just dropped. A- just dropped 40 plus points last night on the Pistons. He's got two more years on his deal. Now, the thinking is is that, you know, with the Raptors having uh given Siak on the bag, they gave Van Fleet the bag, they just signed Anobi. Powell, who's making $10 million this year and about 11 next year, could be on the block. Could be on the block. So he said, keep an eye out on that name, Norman Powell. But, it, again, it goes along the lines of the Knicks are looking to upgrade at the three. As I've always said, we need to upgrade at the one. We need to upgrade at the three. Plug has said he, Norman Powell is a name that is on the radar. So keep an eye out on that one. Any um, words on <laughs> Yo, Ari's killing me. Um, any word on what those deals would look like in terms of who we'd have to give up? Is no, didn't, didn't hear any. Didn't hear any parameters. Did not hear any parameters. But uh, that's the name. Forty-four percent from three. Nick Killer, as Chuck D said in the chat. And uh, yeah, man, two years left on a deal. A very cheap contract. More, you know more tradable than than even Lowry, you know, based on salary concerns. So Powell Powell could be an option, man. Powell could be an option. And uh yeah, this Love this it. is coming from the plug, reliable source. This is, you know, same source I got the uh the Malik Beasley stuff from. And when Ian Begley came on the show later, he said it was Worldwide West that wanted Beasley the most. And the Knicks were trying to get Beasley. Uh the Timberwolves jumped them, jumped them, jumped the gun, ended up signing him to the bag. And uh, Beasley took him out of it. But, uh, yeah, Powell would be an interesting option at the three, man. Definitely kills the Knicks every time they play him. So, yeah. But overall, you know, like I said, it's it's an upgrade at the three is where they're looking, whether it's Oladipo, whether it's Powell, uh, or someone of that caliber. We'll see. And we'll see if they make it at the deadline. So that's the scoop. From my end, if I hear anything else, I'll definitely let you guys know. And as I said, Oladipo, they are still interested in Oladipo, but only at the right price. You're not going to overpay for a rental, and, you know, rightfully so. So let's see what happens at the deadline. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to Scrooge from Brooklyn. Scrooge, how you feeling, bro? What's going on, man? Mm -hmm. Feeling good. Shout out to CP, Ashley, CK. What's going on? How you doing, bro? Uh, I just want to make some tips. Tibbs did some good substitutions tonight on, you know, putting in Frank, taking him out, putting back in Bullocks. I like how he did it tonight for for for, for this game. Mm-hmm. Trying to be bad on it. You know what I'm saying? Randall, w- with the struggles of shooting, he still was moving that ball around and getting everybody involved and doing doing great on that on that on that mark. Mm-hmm. Needed him from, to be that leader. No matter what, scoring, passing the ball, it don't matter what it is. He was he was there tonight for that. Also. Frank, he needs to be more consistent. We need we need him to step up and do this because his defense is like so key. Mm-hmm. If he just give us some thirteen points, twelve points, that's all we need. That's, that's all we need. From him. No more than that. Don't try to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Get him, get him excited. You see, when he tried to dunk on, I think I forgot who he tried to dunk on, but that hyped him up and got him in his head, his head in the game. So that was good. And also, um, everybody in the chat in the beginning of the, of the show. Leave Obi alone, man. Leave him alone, man. You just yeah. gotta understand that he gonna be. A, this is his red shirt year. Just leave him alone. Just, just let it. 
that, that conversation, just know what it is. We've been we've been dealing with Frank for four years, so we could do it with Obi. We'd be all right. Yeah, I'm saying that's all it is. Yeah, and you know, give a thumbs up to the, everybody. Hit that thumbs okay. up on the squad. Up. Appreciate you, Screws. Appreciate Hit it. that thumbs up for the squad, <clears> man. Yeah, all right, appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, every we've been looking for consistency from Frank for four years. Um, yeah, as you said, just 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 a couple buckets, you know. I'll, I'll take twelve points, CK, but sometimes even for for Frank, even even that's a stretch, man. So, yeah, well, you know, we'll see, man. But tonight it was good to see him come out, come out strong in that second half, and it really helped us, man. Defensively, we know he was strong, but that offense was uh, was much needed. So good job, good good job by Frank on you know tonight, man. For sure. Yep. Keep it going, Frank. Mm-hmm. Keep it mm-hmm. going, please. Uh, absolutely, man. Um, <clears throat> Thirty cities in the chat too. Let us know where you guys are checking in from. We'll shout you guys out. We're gonna take this thing to uh, Ryan from Albany. Ryan, how you feeling? Hey, CP. I'm feeling good, man. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Ash, CK, how you doing tonight? Um, I uh, for, well, first before I get to my point, I just wanted to say I love how the team's playing. Uh, we we had uh, our three games since the All Star break. I'm actually very pleased with. Of course, we look good on ESPN. Uh, we we played really real close. And then tonight, tonight we uh, you know I actually love the win. You know we we got to remember we're still a young team, mm-hmm. and uh, without without any of our guards, we basically held on and and you know closed it out down the stretch. So I'm pretty you know I'm I'm looking on a positive end on tonight's win, even though it was a little too close for comfort. Um, I think, uh, you know, with the trade deadline talk, I think that we should stand pat. Um, I think that we should, you know, maybe add some pieces, like you guys are saying, to uh, strengthen up the bench. But any of these big names that are out there, um, I, I think we should just stay away from that and try to make a playoff push uh, for the cherry on top. Uh, CK, the reason for my call today. Now, last time I called, um, about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. I called about Lonzo. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, CP and I called CP and Ashley out on, uh, you know, they, they were a little down on Lonzo. And at the time, you know, the chat was kind of killing me and nobody's receiving it, you know, well at all. Um, and now that things have kind of shifted with everybody, I think everybody's kind of on board with Lonzo. Um, I wanted to make a bold statement by saying that I think Lonzo should be our number one priority come uh, the uh, free agency and, and off season. Uh, and reason being is because even even if we have a shot to draft like a Cade Cunningham or you know yeah, any point know, guard, exactly. in the, I think with with Coach Tib yep. with with Coach Tibbs uh, ready to win now and also try to develop, I yep. think that it's more important we bring in a veteran like Lonzo, who is basically he's not even in his prime yet. He's only twenty three. He's getting ready to enter prime. We can get him. We can get him for that phase of his career, and I think he's going to be. Uh, he's already he's already been playing uh, you know thirty something minutes. He's been mm-hmm. playing full NBA games. He'll have the offense and everybody we bring in moving forward. Uh, he'll, he'll have everybody uh, getting the ball in their spots and have the offense running smoothly. So yeah, um, you know I guess I just wanted to know what you guys had to say about that uh, with Lonzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know basically being our number one target come the off season. Appreciate the call, right? CK, bless, bless, bless. Thank you. Uh, CK, go ahead, bro. Uh, I, I, I kind of co-sign. I still feel – I don't want to start this up because I don't want to think about offseason yet because we're having, you know, the season we're having. But yeah. I don't want to entirely say he's my number one option because I still feel like we, with the way that this team has been playing this year, we might have 
a shot with some other players because we got to mention, you know, I don't want to start this whole thing up and, you know, turn into rumors or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's been no general consensus on Kawhi, you know, so who knows what happens there. Mm-hmm. So you never know. There, We might have a shot with stuff like that. But um, he's definitely the one at the top of the list for me. As I mean, surprise, surprise to nobody, right? For mm-hmm. sure, I think he's definitely somebody that we should be looking at for everything that um, you just mentioned. You know, uh, he's 23, <laughs> He's 23 years old, and we have people, and he's not the only one that are calling him a veteran already, but look at Julius Randle, who's finally, you know, his first year as an all-star, who's just 26, 27 years old. And I'm not trying to say Lonzo Ball could be. I mean, I, I believe he might be one year, but, you know, like you said, get him at the beginning of his time and let him grow with this coaching staff, grow with what we got going on right now. And I feel like, you know, if we don't get uh, one of the solidified uh, point guards in this draft, which – I'm with CP. I think we we talked about it a few shows ago. I think we should be focusing on wings anywhere, anyway in this draft because there's wings from first pick to 60th pick in this damn draft, and I feel like we can get a few of them out of this draft. So um, I agree. I do definitely think that he's somebody that we should be looking at at the top of the list, but I want to see how things shake up in Los Angeles and La La Land with Mr. Yeah. Kawhi first. That's just my two cents on that, though. I just want to see. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. Um, I'd like to take this into the off season, like like I've always said. I, I don't want to trade for anybody and then I have to pay them afterwards. That's a lot, especially for a guy like Lonzo, who I think yeah he can help. Um, but I just don't I don't like to pay twice for for a player of his caliber. But yeah, he's in. He's no, I agree. Been, I agree. I, I completely. And hearing what you said from your source too, like I, I think that's probably the right play. I don't yeah. think anybody's going to trade for him right now. I think he's going to. Unfortunately, in his case, if what LeVar is saying is true, he's going to survive the trade deadline mm-hmm. and he's going to play for them. And I think that we're in a better situation than a lot of people really consider. I understand the talk is you're going to have to pay someone for Lonzo. You got to think about it from the Pelicans' perspective. Do, are, do they even want to pay him that much money in the first place because they're going to have to pay Zion in a few years? They just paid up on Brandon Ingram, and they're a small market. They don't got money like that. So mm-hmm. uh, they, they, I don't know if they're going to drop that much of a bag on Lonzo Ball in, in, in general at all. I know there's probably going to be other teams like the Bulls and all the other teams that have been talked about in these trade deadlines for them. They're probably going to be just like us going after him in the offseason. But I don't think he's going to be as expensive as people are, are believing he will be because we're dealing with the Pelicans who – don't have that much money to begin with. So yeah. I just think the best play, like you mentioned, is to just hold out, keep what we got, and like you said, don't pay twice, and go after him in the offseason. Yeah. Good. Was that? I think, Good. I think definitely that's the key is everybody has a price. Just one, what is that price? And two, are you willing to pay it? And I think that that's what the Knicks really have to just analyze with all the different talks and all the different rumors and all the different players that will be floating out there is who are you willing to to pay the big price for and who are you not willing to big, pay the big price for Lonzo's one of those people that I agree I'm not willing to trade the house for him I'm not willing to give up a lot for him I think that there's a lot of other ways to get to the same destination I think that we're in a situation where you have picks obviously you have the lottery coming up I'm not I'm not saying tank things like that but I am saying that is always another option to get players this draft is going to be super deep it is going to be loaded. It's going to be stacked. So there's a lot of different options to still fill the positions that you need filled. Lonzo will be there, especially if teams aren't in a rush to trade for him, which I, you know, agree with everybody on here. I don't think he's going to – I think he's going to pass this trade deadline. I think he's going to be stuck with the Pelicans, at least for this season. He'll still be there. I'm, I'm 99.9% sure he'll still be there. So it's not something you have to pull the trigger on right away, especially – if there are going to be players that may possibly be available who are bigger and better than him out there, like Kawhi, like other people out there, 
you you go ahead and you weigh those options before you pull the trigger on the first yeah. big name or the first shiny name that you see. There's a lot of toys in the toy store. You don't go for the first yeah. one on the shelf. So you just got to play it smart, you know? I would say for me, you know, there's there's a lot to like about Lonzo. Obviously, from a Thibodeau standpoint, his defense, um, high IQ, great basketball acumen, a speed. You know what I mean? He has that. Is he that, you know, attack first, you know, put pressure on the defense, dribble penetration guard? Not necessarily, but the three-point shot is improving. As I just pulled it up, I think he's at about 38% from three right now. Um, free throws are improving as well. I think he's up to about 74 75%, so that's encouraging. You want to see the attempts get up there a little bit. As uh, CK said, he's 23 years old. So there's a lot of things that you like as a young upstart that can come into this team of young upstarts, but still, you know, still he's a young upstart, but still a veteran in terms of, you know, attacking the game. So that would be a, a benefit to this team. And to Ryan's point, I also felt like this is that even if they – found the guard in the draft the way that Tibbs is coaching if you're not ready from day one you're not gonna play so yeah. <laughs> that's the thing it's like you need players that are ready to go hit the ground running and if they don't find that point guard where they at or if they go with the wing then Lonzo could be that option for you because he can step in obviously and be ready to go from day one so uh, I think he would fit in perfectly with RJ in the backcourt and like I said, he's going to give you that defense. You have him and RJ attacking mm -hmm. in the on the defensive end on that perimeter. It could, your perimeter defense is solid. And if he's going to continue to stretch the floor for you, that that's an added plus. So I would say let's wait, take it into the off season, and you know see if you kind of outbid the Pels or or something, or you know Levar throw a, throw a cherry bomb in the mix and. <laughs> Do something to get him up out of To be fair, though, also, you know, you spoke about anybody that you draft, you know, they have to be ready to go from day one. Mm -hmm. I think unlike the Obi situation, whoever you do go ahead and acquire in the draft is going to have a totally different experience that hopefully when the season starts, they will be ready to go. And I think yeah. that, you know, we always speak about this. That's what hindered Obi's development is that he didn't have that experience. The next draft class coming in is not going to have to deal with that. Yeah, you know, yeah. the whole pandemic situation is rectified by then. So you're going to be able to do summer league. Yeah. You're going to go ahead and have a full-on training camp. You're going to have practices, scrimmages, and, you know, their fullest capacity. Obi didn't have that. So I believe you're going to see a different Obi top in next season. I believe that whoever we draft is going to be ready to go come opening – well, not opening day, come opening tip-off, if you will, mm -hmm. first day of the season, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I think that's just that's not going to be a situation going into next season. So that's the only thing that I think is going to be different, and maybe we'll see a different Tibbs um, interaction with the, his rookie this time around that we're seeing him with Obi because it's you get to put in a little more work, get a little more yeah. work, you know, with with some league and training camp. So yeah, that's that's a good point as well. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Um, let me salute some of our worldwide people. We got NSB Turan checking in from Ulm, Germany. That's uh, Killian Hayes' hood. We got Shark Arama checking in from Chi-Town. What's going on? How you feeling? We have Straight Shine checking in from Amityville, Suffolk County, 631. What's going on? Ooh, Amityville. <laughs> what, Amityville horrors and whatnot, right? <laughs> uh, picks for Timmy 2 uh, in Charlotte. What's going on? We got Junior Caroma checking in from Jersey. Junior, we got to get Kenny Galladay locked in, man. Pops Buda Baker says London, Kentucky. Is that London, Kentucky? 
Interesting. Low, low Ferrigno, BK all day. What's going on? We have uh, Poppy Zep checking in from France. All right. So Ooh. if they are in France, it's, it's kind of late or early over there. He was happy about Frank's game yeah, then yeah. today. Yeah, he's definitely Frank High, P and she. Uh, we have uh, Brian Rodriguez, LES, salute. Lana checking in from Croatia. Okay. Um, Brandon Wood checking in from Delaware, no doubt. We got class initials checking in from Las Vegas, Building Roots, Harlem World. What's going on? Mr. Porter Rock, 2K305, MIA. We got Big Giant checking in upstate Troy, New York. So salute to everybody, man. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad for sure. All right, a couple more calls, and then we're going to get to our giveaway. Make sure you guys are signing up for the snap. Because when we're ready to pull the trigger, we're going to pull it, man. So make sure you're ready. Let's go. Speaking of international, let's go to Israel. We're going to go to Ike. Ooh. Ike, how you feeling? Hey, I'm good. Thank God. Thank God. Morning. CPSK. Yeah, man. What time is it over there, man? What time is it over there? But uh, quarter to six. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Some skies are getting light. Nice, man. Nice, yeah, nice. You, you, you're getting ready for work, or you just, you just, you just up late watching the Knicks, man? I, I get up at two in the morning to watch the game. Those guys start my day. Wow, that guy's dedicated, man. Hit that thumbs up for Ike in the chat. He's a dedicated yeah, Knicks yeah. fan. He gets up at two in the morning just to watch a twenty and twenty-one and twenty-one team. Dedicated Knicks fan, man. Salute, salute. Yeah. So I just wanted to, you know, comment and clarify that what this caller said before about Frank being a complete player, and then I, I want to leave you guys off with a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like Frank, um, he's, you know, what what he's drafted, what he's become is, is like a three and D player, and for what he is, um, you know, let's put aside the fact that he missed fourteen, you know, straight shots, but there's RJ Barrett at the beginning of the year missed twenty one straight, you know, that was the game hit. Frank is hit shooting forty eight percent from three. He's a killer on the corner three. If this is what Frank is. Okay, a three and D player who could who could hit the three point shot. We always knew he was going to be a three point a good three point shooter because he only had a high free throw percentage. Mm-hmm. So it was, we always knew he was going to come back, come around. So this is what Frank is. He's a three and D player. He could hit the outside shot uh, and plays that sick defense. Here's the question: Do you guys give him the qualifying offer? It's about eight million at the end of the year. Do you consider, you know, what do you guys say about that? If this is what Frank is right now. Take, take, you know, with the pluses and minuses. Yeah. But I think this is what the guy said as a complete player. This is what he is, a free yeah. guy. Plug and play. Yeah. Plug his position. You know, I can appreciate the call, man. Definitely appreciate your dedication, man. Two o'clock in the morning, you're watching the Knicks, man. Um, that's, that's great. The thing is, is that without the consistency, I, I don't know if I do. You know, what right. you said, you his profile, of course I would give it to him. You know, of course I would give him that, that deal. And because right now he's, a, he's at around $8 million. But the thing is, that you just don't know what you're going to get from him. Are you going to get the guy that is airballing three shots in a row on his way to zero points? Three nights in a row? Or, or are you going to get the guy that you're going to get tonight? If, I, if you can give me the guy that you're going to get tonight on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. easily I would give him that because that's a cheap right. deal. I would easily give him that. But if you don't, you just don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know what day, what time of day it is with Frank on the offensive side. You know his effort on the defensive side is gonna be there. But in this game and where this offense is suffering, sometimes you just sometimes you just can't afford it to to play five on four out there. You know, 
Uh, what, what do you guys think? I, that's that's just my pick. I don't know if they're going to keep him. Yeah, I, the complete player conversation is just weird to me. Uh, and I'm a fan of, of Frank Nilkina. I just don't see him as a complete player yet. Uh, I've been <laughs> We keep talking about it, but, like, for four years, I've been thinking he eventually, like, it's going to come because he'll show us those signs that the shot is nice, and then he'll just he'll disappear. And I, I don't know if I can give him a complete player yet. I, he is definitely a defender, but uh, he has not shown us consistently that he can hit that shot. When we see confident Frank, it's there. But how often does confident Frank appear? Confident Frank like the Hulk, you know? It's like something has to piss Bruce Banner off for the Hulk to come out. So it's like I would like that every single game, and then we can have that conversation. But – God, his qualifying offer is going to be a little bit pricey, and I, it's 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 tough. It's tough because I don't want him to just walk because I think there's there's value there because the defense is just yeah so unmatched, you know. But he's sad. I, I don't know. He's I don't smart. know. I just he's like he's all over the court. Can he can play different positions. Like you love that about yeah. him. You love it. I think it's a it's a double edged sword with Frank because I think one in his defense. In order to show that you can be consistent, you have to have consistent minutes. You have to have consistent Facts. which Frank Facts. has not had that luxury. He has not had that option. Right. So that is working against him. That is not his fault. Um, obviously, there have been different things that have come into motion with that, obviously, or come into play with that, rather. He was injured, and then um, Tibbs couldn't find a spot for him in the rotation. Then he's favoring Peyton, and now Peyton's out. And Rose is out. So now Tibbs is forced to play Frank more because that's his only option now. So in Frank's defense, like I said, he hasn't had the consistency. But on the other side of that, even in the times that we have seen him play, like the stretch that he's been in now, it's been very inconsistent. So it's it's one of those situations and there's nothing, and there's nothing where stopping him. There's nothing stopping him. Obvious, you can they're, obviously they're going utilize him. We see what it looks like with him on the court. We see what he can bring to this team. It's just that is it consistent enough, or will it be consistent enough that it's worth paying for? Right now, you're paying for it regardless. So it's really not making or breaking you. But there's going to come a time where you have to make the decision if that's a gamble you want to make for the future and that's something that's going to have to be looked into and I don't know you know what Frank plans you know what his plan is for you know his own development yeah. his own contribution to this team maybe he's just playing bad so he doesn't or he's playing mediocre so he doesn't get traded no. you know because sometimes <laughs> when you look really really good your stop goes like through Let's the roof wants this, to stay in New York so he's like okay if I show him inconsistent yeah maybe I'll just fly under the radar I'm yeah. not sure maybe he has a master plan to this whole thing and no. Frank's laughing at all of us every single show because he's I, like you I, idiot I'm doing this I, I can't like, I don't know I can't give y'all the minutes thing there's no one stopping him right now Tibbs is going with a nine-man rotation now, Frank is in now you have to deliver but what about before when he was still sitting on the bench when guess he what they have practiced. The coach, a defensive-minded coach, is watching this kid in practice, and you know what he's saying? I cannot play him over the rest of these guys. Tibbs is not stupid. Yeah. This is – it's now or never, man. There's no more excuses. There's no more minutes. He needs minutes. He needs, Tibbs is watching him. Tibbs is watching him, and he's seeing the same thing, an inconsistent player. You had Fisdale before that, another defensive-minded coach. You know, and, and Fizz was terrible. Don't get me wrong. The kid has got to deliver. This is a next man up league. Very, there's very seldom, very few guys in this league can get away with being a zero on the on the other on the offensive side of the ball and having the defensive prowess. There's no shutdown players, right? Frank yeah. is a smart. He's a smart defender. He's a good defender. He's a high IQ defender. I love his tenacity on that side. 
but this is the next man of league. He's replaceable. I'm just keeping it a buck. I'm a member of the Frank Hive, but I'm just being realistic. He has to show consistency with his minutes. Right now, there's no one behind him. There's no one stopping him. He has to deliver. Yes. You got to deliver. And right now, but I'm saying right now it's been consistent. But if you look at the beginning of the season, up until not that long ago, there was no – he wasn't even seeing the court. So right. That right. has no that has no right. bearing on him. He had no control over that. But what I'm saying now is – is that Frank, yes, now he's in a position where he can show that he is consistent. But also, I think it's just the way that this team, and I this is, goes back to what I said the other day, last show, is that I think right now the situation is everyone's under a microscope right now on this team because there's so many holes in what we need. Offensively, there's so many, there's so many voids in what we need as a team. I think if this team was a little bit more stacked in the areas that we needed offensively, we had more shooters, I think we would not be as hard on Frank as we have been. And when I say we, I'm including myself in that because I've been hard on him too. I was ready to ship him months ago back to Frank. But Frank was always a project. That was always the deal when you got him. It wasn't like he was supposed to be ready overnight. That was always a project. Yes, injuries probably prolonged that project, but he was still a project nonetheless. All I'm saying is is if we're going to have this energy for Frank, then we need to have the same energy for Peyton. We need to have the same energy well, think, for a lot I of the think, guys Peyton, on this Peyton's, team Peyton's because Peyton's they're not term. producing the way we need them to right. either, but Peyton still gets the playing time. Oh. Right now he's not, but he was. He was always on the court, whether he was playing well or not. So I think if we're going to go ahead and if Tibbs is going to extend that courtesy to Peyton to have all these chances to screw up, then Frank just got acclimated back into the system, back into this team. And I think, yes, it's been very up and down, but you can't 100% blame him for that because his experience in this team has been very up and down he's got to deliver man he's got to deliver look when and that's yeah, get it, okay no no get, get your point you need to talk ahead, get it, bro. Get no because I, I was just gonna say because I, I i'm with you on that ask but at the same time yeah. cp did bring up a very good point because we literally saw emmanuel quickly in the same position as frank nilkin in the preseason like we had yeah. all of our guards gone emmanuel quickly jumped in that starting lineup and he took over the show. He was given the opportunity. He stole it. And then now he's getting minutes as a rookie with this rotation, with this system throughout the entire season. And he's continuing to take advantage of the minutes that he gets. He's having some moments short. So, Frank Nealikin, and I agree. Like, I agree that if you put Frank next to an offensive player off the bench, or I think that's when we get the best result. We saw that right before the All-Star break. But in the same breath, like, when he's having these opportunities to start against, you know, the Magic, the Spurs, all these teams where there's nobody else behind him, we literally have no other point guards where he should have that in Mayo Quick. I'm not saying go out there and score all these points. No. But at least be making these shots with a little bit more consistency. He's not taking advantage of that. So it's it's just that, like you said, it's that double-edged sword. And he's on year four. Quick's on year one. Yes. So it's, it's, it's a rough situation for him. Yeah. But think about it this way also. Yes, technically. And listen, I'm not part of the Frank High. This is, and this is, not <laughs> me, this is not me defending him. This is me just calling it what it is. Yes, this is year four for Frank. But if you look at it, it's been a very inconsistent four years, plagued by injuries, yeah. plagued by other things. And now you're acclimating him into a rotation, into a team that obviously, you know, is struggling with death because we have so many players out. Mitch is out. D. Rose is out. Peyton's out. And you're asking him to consistently produce day in and day out when he hasn't had the consistency or the ability to do it like other guys on this team. Now, had he been able to start or not, had he been playing from day one in some capacity, whether it was eight minutes here, 12 minutes here, 15 minutes here, and he was still not consistent in his shot and other things that we need him to be, then I would say, you know what, Frank just does not have it. 
but he's only gotten to really consistently play in this team for the past two weeks, and that's because Tibbs' first two the, options have been MIA. The They've been out. Is, so I'm not saying that anybody's wrong. I'm yeah. not saying he doesn't need to be more consistent. I'm just saying that it's not going to happen within 10 games worth. It, it's going to take a couple of – he yeah. just hasn't had the experience. He hasn't had the time. And it's almost the same concept, except it's a little bit different because Frank was always going to be a project. With that, I'm saying with Obi is that we can't expect Obi to be ready to do things yeah, and he's not yeah. getting the – and he wasn't, you know, the option from the beginning. It's just – it's it's not. It's it doesn't year four though, Ash. It it's year four, and, and we're gonna get to the, to the snapback giveaway in in a second. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna close with this. The reason why he hasn't got that opportunity is because everyone ahead of him has shown the ability to put the ball in the basket. That and he's been hurt though, CP. That, but that's not anybody else's problem. That's not anybody else's problem. The thing I'm not is, saying it is. I'm just I'm calling right. a spade a spade. No, I, I understand hurt. that. I understand that. But that that's just part of the game. But what I'm saying yeah. is you have a defensive-minded coach in Tibbs that wants to start on the defensive end of the of the court. Of course, he's going to want to give Frank a look, but the problem is he's been such a zero on the offensive end that other guys like Peyton are, are – I mean, yeah, Peyton at the point is ahead of him. He even gave DSJ a shot ahead of him. Remember, I, I came out when the season started. I said, these are the two guys that are getting the looks at point guard, and it ain't Frank. It's Peyton and it's DSJ. So Tibbs didn't see him as a point guard. Now, if he's going to see him as a wing, there's other guys that are going to get priority, the guys that can put the ball in the hole. It's Bullock, it's Burke, and even to a lesser extent, it's Austin Rivers that got the opportunity because those guys can put the ball in the basket. That was the problem with Frank. I think we forget, though, and this will be the last point that I make on this, I think we forget just because of how long he's been part of this system. Yes, it's been four years, but Frank is only 22. At 22 years old, he can play better if he has the stability to do so. And that's the key thing. He hasn't had the stability. The stability is the foundation. Yeah. And because there is no foundation to his playing, it's, his play is very inconsistent. And, yes, again, the injuries are nobody's fault. It happens. It sucks. When you're a player who's constantly injured, it affects your playing time. It affects your career as an entirety in the league. And that's unfortunate. But at 22 years old, to just, you know, say do or die because he's been in the system for four years when really he hasn't been in the system for four years is a little bit unfair when you have not given that man the stability of consistency. And people want to say, well, how come IQ gets the minutes? IQ comes because from a program that's Because he can impact winning. He's Kentucky, getting the minutes because he can score. Kentucky, yeah, but also Kentucky, those guys are bred different. They're ready to go. Outside of, you know, there's But, Ash, what I'm saying is this coach is not, he's not waiting. Those people shall not be named. But Your you know, coach you is not waiting. But you got to be ready. ready to go. Right, but you have to be ready. That's what I'm saying. This is your coach. But they your have, coach this, is, they have, they have <clears> the foundation when they get there. But right. look at even someone like Julius Randle. Julius Randle was not nearly the player he was now. He is now when he was 22. But you give him the right. foundation of stability and consistency, and look what you get. It's just – I'm saying there's a lot of keep moving parts to this Frank situation. It's not as cut and dry as, okay, we're finally giving you the playing time you want. Get on the court and make me some points uh, and score me some baskets. It doesn't work like that. I'm, I'm just saying, and, and we'll just close it on there. I'm just saying this coach is not waiting on these kids, man. That's true. It, this is not going to be – we're going to play all the kids. This is not a development workshop. This guy's trying to win. He's trying to win for his resume, and he's trying to extend his stay here in New York. And and to do that, you got to play the players that are ready to go. This is why IQ's in. 
because he, he can impact the team. He's helping the team. But if you can't do that on the offensive side, you're going to sit, especially when, when Bullock has proved that he can be an adequate defender. RJ has proved that he's a plus defender. So you have to have – it's a balance. That's all I'm saying. I want the best for Frank. I want to see him succeed. I, I want to see this, this draft pick come through so that people can, don't have to keep saying we should have picked Mitchell. We should have picked Mitchell, even though we should have picked Mitchell. I want to see Frank succeed, but, you know, I don't I don't know. <laughs> back back to Ike's point, do they keep him on term? I just don't know, man. But let's let's close it. Let's close it because we, we run it out of time. I want to get the hack giveaway. Jay Boogie from North Carolina. Jay Boogie, close this out, man. Good to hear from you, bro. How you doing, bro? Jay Boogie. Yes, What's good with everybody? Hope everybody's staying healthy and safe. You know what I'm saying? That's my lingo. I got to get through that protocol first. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. About three weeks ago, man, I asked everybody in the chat, you know what I'm saying, to salute to my man Tim. You know what I'm saying? All Back. three of his salute people, to... they passed away. Yeah, you know salute what I'm to Tim, man. And salute to Tim. After that, after that situation, you know what I'm saying, his <clears> sister didn't make it to see her son, you know what I'm saying? So he's dealing with that situation now. Yeah. That's all because of that one name and that that one number. His name is COVID and his name is 19, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Please, I beg everybody to be healthy and safe. Take care of what you got to do. Love your loved ones and appreciate life today, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to my man CP, you know what I'm saying, the young Fred Williams for doing what he's <laughs> been doing, smacking that dude off, all upside his head. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about that slitherer. Yeah. Max, his face still sliding on the ground. That's what a snake do. That's my man CK2K, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that what you be doing too, you know what I'm saying? On a daylight routine, you know what I'm saying? That's my man, the young Jim Kelly, you know what I'm saying? And back to my whole girl Ashley, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to switch it up. You don't throw away the faucet look, but I see you got that Sade look, you know what I'm saying? You're looking like that right there. So we going to get ahead and cherish the day. Appreciate the game tonight, you know what I'm saying? It's a big win for us. We love when we come back home. Chuck D said this is Pterodome. So when you come up in here, you're getting beat up. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You ain't coming in here winning no games no more. That's four straight games, you know what I'm saying? We don't want in the garden, you know what I'm saying? And we win every game in, in, in on the on, on our own on our own schedule. We stay, you know what I'm saying, 500 all the way year round, you know what I'm saying? So that's a good look when you're protecting your home plate, you know what I'm saying? And got to give it to my man Julius, the cornrow messiah. He's doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? He put mm-hmm, up another mm-hmm. 3D, you know what I'm saying? He put up 10 points, you know? You know what I'm saying? He put up what? Uh, 18, eight, he put up 10, 10 rebounds, 18, 18 points. Yeah. And he, he dropped some dimes. 17 dimes, dimes bro. 17. That's Pookie. Yo, let me see them numbers. Let me see them numbers. You know what Pookie said on that 17. So that's what it is. <laughs> My man gave me a look and said, yo, during the, um, one, the pregame warm-up, he was out there, won't even shooting. He was passing the ball around to everybody, letting them know, yo, y'all got to be ready to score yeah. tonight. Y'all got to be Bash. ready to shoot because we down with them point guards. You know what I'm saying? So he said, I got that. I can handle it with, you know what I'm saying, the system and dishing out to everybody. Y'all be ready to do your thing. And you got to appreciate, you know what I'm saying, the utility, man. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That's who I call Alex Burst. He's a utility yeah, man. 100%. He do any and everything it is on the court. He can play the three. He can play the two. He can play the one. He can play the shooting. He can play the p- 
points, he do it all, you know what I'm saying? And those are the type of versatile players you like to have. And one thing I heard somebody uh, talking about Foyer, Foyer can't run no points, so don't even compare him to Birch, you know what I'm saying? Foyer don't show up every uh, night. But yeah. Birch, no, he don't show up every night, but he show up at big-time situations, and we needed that tonight. It was a big-time situation. And shout-out to my man Bully, the young stinger, Mike Glenn. He's stinging and tearing that rim up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't seen Bully shooting like that in a minute, you know yeah, what I'm saying? And we needed that. Tom don't switch up the rotation, you know what I'm saying? Brought him in off the bench, you know what I'm saying? That's a good move, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. salute when Tom make a move because if he did that move and it didn't work, everybody be running up on Tom so much. You still have kept Bullock in the starting lineup. So mm-hmm. give him some props about what he did with that move but how that man come yeah. off the bench, you know what I'm saying? And Frank, yeah, CK, you said he was looking in the window. Yeah, I talked to Frank too when he tried to joke <laughs> on that man with two hands. I said, yo, Frank, what you doing? You changing music up? He said, yeah, I'm listening to some GU. I said, what you listening to? He said, Jay Boogie, for real, I know they don't love me. They scream my key when I key when he's around. I know they don't love me. My minutes got short when D Rose came around, and Boss. that was his time tonight to go ahead and do what he got to do. You know Banks what I'm saying? So he's gonna have him up Banks and down games. You know what I'm saying? But when he play good, give him his props. I ain't trying to find no way to pull nobody down, especially on a winning situation. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to. I don't want to go trade for nobody that's got one year left on their contract. I don't care if it's Alonzo. I don't care if it's Foyer. I don't care if it's none of them guys. I'm trying to get to the end of the season so I can see what we're gonna do. Cause this is the year right here. The build our team completely in free agency and the draft. A lot of people, they upset that, yeah, we we ain't in the running for that boy Grant Hill, the young Grant Hill, Caden. We ain't in the young, the running for that young Brockton. That sucks. We're not in the running for that. Be appreciative of that. That means, you know what I'm saying, we're getting better as a team. We're getting high up in the race. We're getting worse to pick. That means the team getting better. So, you know what I'm saying, appreciate that right there. But it's a lot of ball players in this draft. Just like Ashley said, a whole bunch of them. This draft goes deep. It's a 6'9 point guard over there at Florida State. His name is Barnes. Y'all start paying attention to this NCAA tournament because there's a lot of guys out here that we can use on this team, you know what I'm saying? But we got to get to the end of the season. Don't trade for nobody, you know what I'm saying? They got one year left on that contract. You know what I'm saying? We got to continue on using our draft picks and use that free agency. Like like CK said, yeah, you're right. That car is out there this year. And the best thing about it, our foundation is laid all the way from the top from from, from on Rose all the way down to Pinson. The foundation is laid. What that means, I ain't calling you to ask you do you want to come. This time around, you coming in to get a meeting. That's a sit down, you know what I'm saying? That's because the foundation is laid. So we're going to get some sit downs this year. And Carl don't know what he might do, but he's going to come over here and give us an interview. And I appreciate it. I want to be prepared prepared for that. You just got to tell me no in the office. But I don't got him coming up in our building and just walking away. Before you come in our building and just walk away, he won't even show. So I'm going to give y'all a little input. If he walk into that building, he ain't coming out with, well, without that car. <laughs> So be prepared. This idea right here to go ahead and put together the whole team, you know what I'm saying, and do what we got to do for years and years and years to come. Ain't no more lottery picks after this year. Ain't none of that no more. I look for us to all have high picks, 20s and 21s and 23s and 24. That means we're making a lot of noise inside, you know what I'm saying, this league now, being where we're supposed to be, you know what I'm saying. I'm matching up to the franchise. The name is number one, but we got to get the roster up there too. And so right now, that's what's going on right now throughout, you know, I'm saying this game right here, and I'm looking to knock Philly head off come Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you know we, need, we need payback. It's a payback. I'll be around the building that day right there. I, you, we, we, we matched up with them real good, just like.
like Orlando always give us problems. We always give Philly problems, too. But I got this as a revenge thing. So we're going to handle our business, you know what I'm saying, Sunday. Until then, everybody stay healthy and safe. Do what you got to do. Love your loved ones. Get yes, yourself back to the crib every day. The most important thing it is about life when you leave is being able to put your key in your door and go inside your crib and be like, yo, I made it. Because there's a lot of people right now locked up. They can't even come home. They ain't came out the cages or nothing just last year before the COVID came. They're doing 23 and 1. You know what that is? That's 23 hours in a day inside a cell and only one hour to come out to even take a shower, either make a phone call or make something hot to eat because you ain't had nothing hot all just the whole time you've been locked up. So be appreciated for what you got and make it back home every day. You ain't got a reason to go out. Don't go outside just to go outside because that thing is out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people pay, you know what I'm saying, for the 31st. King Kong knocking out Godzilla. <laughs> Peace out. Have a great night. Hey, I am. I'm, I'm hot. And then the church gathered in their hands. My man came Amen. back with a vengeance on him. Let's God. go. We haven't heard from Jay Boogie in a few games in a few days. Jay Boogie from the hoodie. <laughs> My man God. came back with a banger. What a classic. They said it wasn't a five, it was a ten. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Jay Jay Renee in the chat. Yeah, we yeah, we're gonna we're gonna post that call as its own joint. We're gonna make a J Boogie series from yes. now on. We have to, man. We have to. We have to. Classic. I have no, I have nothing to say, man. I don't I have any, I don't I never have anything to say after J Boogie call. That's why we call him the closer. That's why we call yeah. him the close ash. Stream should just end, man. That's it. <laughs> That's it, man. Classic, classic J Boogie Cole. Can't step on that, man. Cannot step on that. Um, yeah, appreciate you, J Boogie, man. Definitely always appreciate it. Always appreciate him. You know, you put your health first. You know what I'm saying? Establish the protocol. And, and then he just goes off. Then the machine gun is going off, CK. That's that's just that's just J Boogie, bro. All cylinders. All that's cylinders, it. yes, sir. That's it, bro. Um, let, let me get my music here right and tight. And uh, somebody's going to go home with a snapback, man. We got to celebrate, man. But he's right. We got to celebrate. All right, so who wants to snap? God, we Ooh. gave you time. We gave you time, man. So this is it. We're going to lock the list off, and here we go. The winner of the KFTV snap is Joshua Muller. Josh Muller, man. Great job. Congratulations. We'll get in contact with you. And, uh, yeah, you just won a Knicks Fan TV snap. Congratulations. Congrats. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad once again. And, uh, yeah, let's get out of here, man. CK, go ahead and sign out, bro. I'm going to keep it short. Good win. Heartbreak. Almost a heartbreak. But we didn't. We got another win. We needed this one back at 500. Sunday against the Sixers. I'm with Jay Bug. We gonna revenge, revenge, bro. I'm with Jay Bug on this. We gonna finish the deal this time. You know what it is. Follow me everywhere. CK2K new video tomorrow. I will see you guys then. We're a good win tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, let me get to Ms. Morse. I'm gonna piggyback on that. Like Drake, we're looking for revenge. Yeah. Against Philly. But um, until then, you guys can go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ash Nicole Moss. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, All In with Ash Nicole. And thumbs up for my most recent video, comment, view, all that good stuff. And I will see you guys on Sunday. Yes, sir.
sir. Great job as usual. And uh, let me swing it over to me. Swing to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up on three squad. Nice bounce back win. Yes, it was a magic, but hey, a W is a W. We'll take it. Knicks end up taking it, man. Great job as usual. Julius Randle, a third triple double. First time since Michael Ray Richardson since 1981. You know, uh, playmaker Randle. Yes, I've come around. Yes, I was wrong on the trade. I admit it. It's all right. It's all right. We throw my takes in the freezer, man. It's all good. You know, still got a lot of good ones. Still got a lot of good ones. So great job by Julius. Triple-double. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's get this bounce back win. Nick standing at 500. Seventh in the East. The dogfight continues. But these are the games that uh, you have to win. Remember, the show's available in audio podcast format. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, Spotify, all the major ones on the Knicks Fan TV. For those of you that listen under Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. It would go a long way. Definitely would appreciate you guys leaving us a review. And uh, just another way to continue to promote us, continue to support us. As usual, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Uh, share these videos. And, um, yeah, man, we, de- we definitely appreciate that. Let me salute some of the Super Chats before we uh, before we get up out of here. A couple have come through. Jay Boogie killing him. As usual, man. Chris Child feels bad for punching Kobe. Is the this guy's YouTube name? He says Kellerman and Rappaport enjoy California bagels. Ew. They enjoy California bagels. That was a classic comment, man. Classic comment. Great comment. Uh, let's see the other comment that came in. Billy Bellin says, "Chase a mouse until back to." Chase a mouse until backed up into a corner, and then a mouse will have no other choice but to fight back. Neil Aquina had no choice but to fight back. Hashtag Nine God is becoming my favorite player. All right, all right, all right. You got to pay the royalties to Ash for that one. Nine God, okay, okay. Um, Chuck D, I read that one already, so it's Chuck already. Uh, Junior Caroma says, Frank Hive, we lit up in here tonight. Hashtag French Prince. Mr. Ver- Rivera, 4396 says, Julius Jokic, LeBron Randall. Right, so so he gave him a, he gave him a thousand nicknames on that one. Now, nah, but Julius was in his bag, man. Proud to see him trusting his teammates, and they delivered. Steve Verna says uh, Bullock almost gave that away, but saved himself. And the Frank Hive is going crazy. Money Mark seventy one S, great much needed win. Randall officially got his Knicks fan his Knicks stripes. Hashtag Payback Philly on Sunday. Hashtag KFTV. Viv appreciate you, Rich Novak. Big win. Reggie gave me late game flashbacks to the Atlanta game early in the season when he almost fumbled the bag for us. Fourth quarter, Reggie, man. He, yeah, you got to tune up your pacemaker for that one, man. It's going to take you on a ride. Great great steal to get the W. Matthew Malone says, let's go Knicks. Also, I love Knicks fan TV. Listen and watch after every game. Thanks, team. Mark Bosajor says, great win for the Knicks today. Both teams were shorthanded. Also, Knicks matched last season's win total with 21 wins. Yeah, we did. We were 21 and 65, or 21 and 42, I think, or 43 or something after 60-something wins, 60-something games. So, yeah, we matched last season's win total, man. Great job. The facts that Duhan was getting burned over Starberry's a travesty. D'Antonio's Petty Griffin. I bleed orange and blue. That's from Iconic TV. 90 seconds. Junior Caroma says, um... The facts that Duhan was getting... Oh, I, I got that one. Junior Chrome says, man, what a night. Damn, that win felt good. Just going to need a breaking news notification that the Giants signed Kenny Galladay, and I'm good. Cassius Clay says... 
all this ob hate man randall was borderline unplayable with the spin over give ob a year to get himself together like randall did before we hate 60 seconds dave dave just take um tj's number down and tell him tell him i'm gonna call him take tj's number down tell him i'm gonna hit him up uh cash is clay says i got that one paul robinson ties got more moves than ob Blood of the Panthers says, same people that praise Frank are trash. And Obi, a rookie, is a rookie. The same scouts that said MB, Obi was NBA ready said IQ wasn't. Let Obi grow. Well, it was it was actually Tibbs that said Obi was ready. So that that's where the confusion lies. Because, um, yeah, he, he, there's just a disconnect there. Just a disconnect. Maxwell Walter says, at what point do we send Obi to the G League? Well, G League's over. So I think he'll be okay long term, but he needs reps with the guys. That better, yeah, that ship sailed. That's it, ship sale. He says Frank can keep his baguette for now. Larry Israel says <laughs> front office moves need to be on the margins with chemistry in mind. Kenrick Williams type, Kenny Hustle, two-way guys who will sacrifice for the team. Cassius Clay once again says Frank literally played decent against a G-leaguer. Frank Hive, Iggy averages almost 30 in a G. Y'all delirious. Frank will always be a scrub. Well... Frank is in the league. Iggy's not. So, you know, said something. Says something. Iggy hasn't played many meaningful NBA minutes himself. Brian Obiora says, bring back BMB, Bullock, and Burks for next year. Continuity is key, and although they are upgradable, they are very reliable. Not sure about the reliable part, but on certain aspects. Alexander says, Ash dropping that Yiddish slang. Let's go. Ha ha. Mazel. You said Mazel Tov? No, I said Chutzpah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. In, in your international bag. I got you. I got you. Christian <laughs> Christian Grogan, appreciate it. Go get a 0712. Appreciate it. He says, I saw Rivers at my job tonight. He said he's getting traded. For who, though? Oh, somebody's dropping That's a gem. Cap. Cap. That man wants to see a job. It said, what's up? I'm Austin Rivers. By the way, I'm getting traded. I don't know, but he sent a super chat. He sent he sent a ten dollar super chat to say that. That Austin Rivers wasn't his job and told him he's getting traded. I mean, maybe in conversation, maybe in conversation. He's definitely. I mean, there's definitely something going on. And you would tell somebody if you were Austin Rivers, you would go and tell somebody you were getting traded. Just a random person on the street in a store. I don't know. I don't know. Go get it. We need more info. We need more detail. You got to call it. I need the whole story, sir. (laughs) Yeah, Christian. In the words of Jay Z. Christian, I don't believe you. You need more people. Christian Grogan says Julius is the black Nikola Jokic. <laughs> appreciate that. And uh, I want to appreciate the uh, the entertainer in here. Salute my guy Chris. Hey. He says, big win tonight. Stand up. Knicks fans, keep doing what you're doing, my man. Salute to the entertainer, man. Definitely appreciate it. And uh, I think that's it. I lost some of the super chats earlier, but if you did send a super chat, definitely appreciate you guys. Back at it again Sunday night. Let's get this whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.